So, kids are getting into Nafshachayim. It's called more the Pneumius and Nafshachayim. The MS is the Maisa that, you know, I wanted to just speak out. There was a Maisa with Chazanish. Kidu with the Chazanish has Kuyayinus on the Chayim. And the Maisa, you know, obviously the Mahalach of the Chayim Briska and the Mahalach of the Chazanish are very different Mahalachim. No one's going to. Look at Chaim and say that Chaim is as old as Mahalach and Lenin as the as the Chazanish. It's definitely very very cholak. So, he said is what's talk of the what's talk of the pshat that you know the Chazanish he had a, such a he did this and a scarves to Chaim for character. Mamish older Chaim even though he dings it with kamat everything Chaim said of his Mahalach bechlal and how to learn Rishonim and how to learn up a sugya was a completely different Mahalach right. He had his own Mahalach. But he held Reb Chaim very, very stark. So they asked him, you know, the steers that there is between Reb Chaim and between Chaz and Nish. So it's too much to really, for you, you know, Fataych and Bim Yashiv. And Salem, I said that it's, you know, Kilu make a Shalom Beinehem, like there's some Mahalach to just, you know, say that they're really saying the same thing. It's not, it's not possible. I wanted to know what's back of the chat and why do you like him so much? So he says the chat is very simple. He says when you see two hikers that they're starting at different points of the mountain, right? So one person is starting on the left side of the mountain, one person is starting on the right side of the mountain. And if it's a very large mountain, so the mountain could be spread out very, very far, right? And it looks like mamish, you know, you know, from one end to the other end, right? You have one person standing on one side, you have one person standing all the way on the other side, right? And it looks like they're totally, you know, completely and totally climbing a different mountain all, all, almost, right? But when they get to the top of the mountain, they're getting to the same point. So the point is, is that if a person is doing something for Ratz and Hashem, he's trying to serve the Rabbi Nishlelem, so then he has the Yechelis to be soifal other Mahalchem in Yiddishkeit. He doesn't get any spoil, right, when he hears that somebody has a Shita, connected his Shita. He doesn't get all angry, he doesn't get all raised on, he doesn't argue with, you know, Ponim Zoyafus. He understands that this person is coming from his Mahalach and his Rebbe, he has a Messiah. And he understands that he also is coming from his Mahalach and his Rebbe, and he has a Messiah. And those two Messiahs, whether they might be completely the opposite, one could be like a Din, one could be a Chesed, one could be more Avo, one could be more Yira. But the person understands that there are different Neshamas in this world, there are different Tchuniyas HaNefesh in this world, right? And different people's Neshamas are rooted in different places and come from different sources. Yeah, of course, but we come from different places. Everyone's a Chelek Eleka. But the question is, is that where is that Chelek Eleka rooted? Where is that Chelek Eleka also from, you know, what, what really, what, what is the identity of that Chelek Eleka? So there's a lot of different identities, right? Not to try to make an identity crisis, but there's a lot of different identities. That's the Matthias. Some people are going to be night and more to Din. Some people are going to be night and more to Chesed. Some people are going to be night and more to Yira. Some people are going to be night and more to Sur Meira. Some people are going to be night and more to Asay Toiv. Right? So to develop a Shita, that this is the Shita, and it's the only Shita, right? that's not really a, a, proper, a proper way to approach Torah Judaism. Right? So that's a very important thing. That's a very important factor. A person has to realize that there's not just one Mahalach. And it's not Kilo, one Mahalach came, and one Mahalach swept away all the other Mahalachim, and this is the only Mahalach, right? And that goes for Breslov, and Lubavitch, and Lithuanian, and Bells, and Ishbits, and any Mahalach. Oh. Exactly, exactly. I saw him, I saw you saw it from the Alta, the Alta Slabotka, he writes, he says, that what's the chat that Yitzchak was able to become an Av? He said, if Yitzchak would have looked at Avram, and he would have seen the Chesed of Avram, and he would just try to copy the Chesed of Avram, and totally plug into that Chesed, 
but Lamaisa completely negate his own teva, which was gvura, so he never would have become an av. He says he would have become a very choshva person, he would have been a very big talmachachum, he would have shtayg very stark. But Lamaisa, he never would have become an av, because in order to be an av, a person has to plug into their shayrish, and has to manifest their shayrish on Hashamah. That's the aside. So, Every 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 neshama every neshama has a has, has a shayrish and tayra. Every neshama has a shaykes a shaykes to one of the oisias tayra. Now it happens to be I saw a shtikel from Rabbi Feinstein and Rabbi Feinstein, you know, over there writes he says that the basic neshamas that originate, you know, from the original neshamas that Akadosh Baruch created the world with. He says those original neshamas avada those are mushrash in a certain oisa tayra. He says, but sometimes because there's a bracha, a tremendous bracha that the Rebbe Shalom gave, that there should be more yidin, etc., not necessarily are all them moshish. Like the I, I have to take, I have to take a look at it again. So, so from I, I, don't, I don't, I don't have that sugi down pat. I can't, I can't tell you. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. No, he, no, he says when they're mesnitzit, it's like a zivuk, right. it creates ger, a gerim. Uh-huh. Yeah. And what's that moshrishen? Like if it's two isis that are rubbing against each other, what's that moshrishen? I don't know. Hmm? Combination of two stuff. Uh-huh. Okay. I don't know. Adio? Other name? No, it's the only thing. It's spark, the spark. The spark that came from the So it's Moshrish in both, both of those ICS? Whatever it is. It's like Abba Ima, it's like a Zivig, it's like. <laughs> I hear. It's a mixed zone identity. Right. But that's the aside. And I think that the same thing is true when it comes to Panemia Satira, when it comes to Chatsania Satira. Right, you have Pshat Rama's Jushan side, and there'll be some people, the some people that are more Mushrish and Pshat. There's some people that are more Mushrish and side. There's some people who are more in Jush and some people in Rama's. And it happens to be that the Arizal says that a person is really born and put into this world in order that they should learn Panemius Atira. They should learn Kabbalah. Now, when we talk about Panemius Atira, when Arizal is talking about Panemius Atira, it's a very beautiful thing to learn Tanya. And it's a very beautiful thing to learn the Kutim Aran. But don't think for a second that by learning the Kutim Aran and Tanya, Pashib Shat, that you have any Shum Shaykh as to what Darizal is talking about. How do we know otherwise? Because Darizal, who wrote Pinimi Satira, was writing on a much, much higher level than anything you see in those Farah Manachitsainistika level. Right? Now, it's true, Lamaya said, that if you have people that are big Bikim in Kabbalah, that they could be Megala where Reb Nachman was coming from and, and then pull out from Reb Nachman all the real, real Tifa, 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 Pneumia, Satira, and they could pull out all the Tifa Kabbalah. But the reality is, is that if you're going to learn it on a very surface level with a basic parish, even though you're, you're perhaps skimming Pneumia, Satira, you're not really getting to the Pneumia, Satira. The MS is you're getting to, let's say, like a, an offshoot of the Pneumia, Satira. Or what their pinimia satire, what the derech avoida that they develop through pinimia satire, but you're not really tapping into the tifa 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 kabbalah that's going on over there, right? So the reality is, is that there are certain people that are masugal, and there are certain people that aren't so masugal, right? There are certain people that lemaisa that their neshama is very mushrish inside, and that's the tchunas nefesh, and that's you know something that they have a very big value for and a very big shaykes to, and that's something that they enjoy. But I'll tell you the truth is, is that there's a maisa with the arizal and with the alshich, and the arizal pushed away the alshich, and the arizal didn't want to teach him say the satire. So the alshich said, he says, well, I want side, I want side. And the maisa he taka pushed himself and he pushed himself to get to the pinimia satire, and to taka get you know. 
Taki get from that result, and I think at some point Taki he was successful. He got seven from that result, whatever it is, and that's why Taki and the Alshach you'll find a lot of different pinimis to Kazakhin. However, the reality is, is that the result did tell him that he didn't want him to learn the pinimis. So Tari says, why not? He says, because your Hisham is Moshe Shem Shat, and when you are giving a Shir in Shat, Kol Pamal Yishol is coming down, and they're all mamish sitting by your Shir, and because they're sitting by your Shir, so I'm also going to sit by your Shir. So that even though the Maisa, we know that he pushed against it, he went against that grain, right, and he didn't, you know, he didn't want to give in to that, but the reality is, is that that Rizal did hold that there's such a thing, right? So a person doesn't have to feel guilty. I know certain people, my son BMG, Mamish, you know, good friends of mine, that they, 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 they can't even plug into, they can't even plug into, not Pimis Atayra, just like basic Machshava. Even just like basic, you know, like Rav Hutner Dikim Machshava, Rav Hutner was very Tif Taka, but some people, they're just, it's just not their Indian. And the Amish is some people, right, some people, right, there's some people that are very positive, Shatik oriented, and they're very, sim- and they, they enjoy that and they enjoy good Gemarashi Toysis and Ebkiveger and Gishmaka Kash and Gishmaka Teretz but it might not even be so into Lumbus these people also, right? They might, they might not even be so into Tifa Tifa Havon and Tifa Tifa Lumbus and they might just be into very simple, simplistic Shatim and um, there's nothing wrong with that. That's totally okay. You know, a person has to find their derech and find their mahalach and what makes them feel like they're 100% connected to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. They're not part of the convention. What? Well, well, conventional is not pinimis atayr, right? Right, that's what I'm saying. Feel feel fitting up. Let's say they're in the more like here towards um, you know, let's say pinimis atayr. Uh huh. And everybody else is doing great. People are just doing liberal, mm-hmm. not mystic. Right. Most people are doing nigla, not nister, and you're saying some people feel like what? They don't have a shaykhis to nigla kill. So the Rizal says that a person first has to learn nigla before they start getting into nister. I think that everybody, l'chayra, does have a shaykhis, at least on some level, to nigla. But I think they say Reb Zusha, he wasn't so into nigla. You see certain people in Maisa, I think, somebody told me a set up from that Rizal, says that the... Yeah. I want to say before... Zusha said that when he comes up to Shmaim, they're not going to shmas him for not being like his, his brother in Malik. Right. Shmas for not being Zusha. For not being Zusha, exactly. I mean, there's, there's these yeah. like mices where like, um, like a, a person came back as a Gilgal because he learned all the Nigla, but he never learned the Nestor. So. Right. So, so, they, I th- so they say that, what's it called? I, I heard from somebody, I can't remember, one of these Mukubalim, mm-hmm. he was speaking at a Maram but I forgot where the Maram is. But he said in Maram Malkam that Lamaisa, the Arizal, this uh, Talmud, Chaim Vital, right? He was his biggest Talmud. He said that he doesn't get a Gishmak so much in Popula Shaltaira. He doesn't get such a, just, just doesn't get that festkite that he wants to get from Popula Shaltaira. So he said the reason is that because he, in a different lifetime, he was the Mishnah Lamalach. And he was already Mekayim, that Indian of Popula Shaltaira. He already had a Shaykhist to Popula Shaltaira. So he bowed, he had a Shaykhist to that already, so he doesn't get such a Gishmak in it. So even though I'm sure he had to learn Gans Kol Tarakuli, he had to learn Nigla before he got into the Tifa Pneumius of the Arizal. But at the end of the day, that wasn't Mamish where his Neshama was Mushrush. That wasn't like, you know, where he saw himself, where he was at, so to speak, right? That's the Lechaira, the, the, the Pshat over there. So even though he did know Nigla, but he was more Mushrush and Nister, and you have that, right? If so, uh, Weintraub, for example, he was much more into, Nig- into Nister. You have people like Rashmul Birnbaum, who I don't know if he ever touched a, a specific Kabbalah, right? And they're all G'dayli Yisrael, and they're all Anashim Chashuvim, and they're all, they're all wonderful. Just different people have, uh, you know, different different Tchunas There's different people and different Tchunas Okay.
So let's get back a little bit into what we were discussing last week. Well, I mean, the truth is, is that a person throughout their entire life really is building their identity and is also searching, right? A person, you know, who says that they 100% found themselves and 100% knows themselves, you know, down to a T. A human being is kind of like an onion, right? You have to keep on peeling like different layers in order to really get down to the center of who you are. You know, that's the truth. And the Maisa, a person's lifetime, over a whole lifespan, a person could be peeling each day, revealing a new part of his identity and creating a new Avedah based on that identity, right? So that's, you know, some people are more like that. And some people, you know, have more of a simplistic approach, you know. Um, it's different from us and So Kitzar Maisa is like this. I, I think that the, pnimi, the real Pneumius is just playing Avos and Yeris Hashem. And that the the written down Pneumius is just sort of like a roadmap. Baal Shem Tov says that. Mm-hmm. He, sa- he says that the, ent- the entire Kisvah Rizal is based completely on Avos Hashem. On Hashem uh-huh. You know? Yeah, at the, I guess at the Shairish, you know, that's where... Yeah. It really gets pretty basic. But uh, how that shares can manifest and branch but out could I be... Think how that, that shares that manifest try. could yeah. branch out could be very com- complex. Yeah. You know, it's not as simple. You know, in order for a person to get to that year and get to that ava, sometimes yeah. a person needs a different roadmap, right? Yeah. So one person needs one roadmap, one person needs another one, right? Okay, so kids that we were discussing last week, he says over here, So he says, this is a very tifa hakir over here. He says that when a person looks at the Bria, he looks at the Chukah Ateva, Vishini B'chukah Ateva Nikrnes, right? So when something is different than how it's generally speaking manifest, so that's called a Nes. L'mashal, B'kriyas Yamsuf, when it comes to Kriyas Yamsuf, Anu Regilim, Shemayim Nimshachim Halo, the water goes forward, Umayim Kishayimdim V'ner Mom L'Kaisel, Hu Nes, when the water comes together and it builds a Kaisel, that's considered a Nes. To Hepech Chayka Teva, that's Keg in the Teva, that of of mine. V'yeshlis b'ayinim b'zeh. So he says you could be chayker in this. You could try to understand. Him a mine b'kriyas yamsuf mispatul chukam lahamshich v'kivblu teva lahamid. So he says this mine when it comes to kriyas yamtiv yamsuf is it mispatul? It's chayk is it completely and totally bottle the teva? Oisha mine nishar tivam the mine still has that teva. Rak yesh puula negdis lamidam. There's a puula that's going connected in order to make it be maimid. Ukshiusar puula zu yachzu lativam. When this puula goes away, then the teva automatically comes back because the the shefa and the, that koyach that Hakadosh Baruch was breathing into it to create a teva was never really nostalgic. The ends of shinu teva hamayim el shinu pulasam. It's not a shinu in the mayim. It's a shinu in the puula that's happening right now. So he's saying he's saying is a nace a counterforce. There's a nace right. Is a nace a counterforce? Or is a nace just a completely like a tavashani, right? So on a very simplistic level, right, you could say like this. You could say that let's say a person has like these like, you know, anti-gravity chambers, right? Anti-gravity an anti-gravity chamber is is that you know when they're training astronauts to go out into space, they put them into these anti-gravity chambers and they like kind of float around, even here on Earth, right? So the question is, is it like an anti-gravity chamber? Meaning to say gravity is still there, but gravity still exists. There's nothing different about gravity that you're going to see, right? But Lamaisa, the Metzius is, is that even though the gravity is still there, there's this anti-gravity chamber that's going connected to gravity, and it's allowing the person not to be, not to, not to, to be mishubed to that gravity, right? The person doesn't have to exist within the parameters of gravity, or what gravity is piled, because at the end of the day, there's a uh, oh, a daf. Oh, okay, Valdi. So, anyways, 
Sakitzer, the Shaila is like this. Is it, is it, is it, is it the Pshad is, is that the Teva is this battle, right? Over there, the Teva is not in this battle. In the intergravity chamber, the Teva is not the call in this battle. It's still the same Teva. So he says like this. When a person takes, let's say, a big piece of matter, he takes a big chunk of wood. When the pu'ula is nifzak, it doesn't go back to the matzah that it was in before. Because within the chaymer, you have the possibility for tzura. The tzura is not soicer. The fact that I could take a piece of wood and I could carve it into a chair, for example, that's not soicer what the chaymer is. That's what I can manifest out of this chaymer. It's not that Kilu, he's changing what's going on right now. He's not reshaping the Metzius of the Chaimur. It's just that he's taking the, 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 the potential that this thing has, the potential that this wood has, to turn it into a chair. He's taking that out and he's being Metzi Mikayach El Apoyo. The Kevin Sha'odom Rak Hoytzi the Poyo. So there's a difference between a Kaddish Baruch and a difference between a person. When a person, Lamaisa, does something, he builds something, he creates something, he's taking something that's already there, and he's adding, he's, he's bringing that thing out onto the fore, he's bringing the potential of that thing out to the fore. He's taking what that thing could be, and he's making it into what it could be. The when Akadosh Baruch Hu does something, Akadosh Baruch Hu is just creating that thing from nothing. There was no bria before; everything was nothing. Behechrich is, is that therefore, if HaKadosh Baruch Hu takes away that Hamshacha, it takes away that Shefa, so that Shefa is going to make it that there's nothing there afterwards. And deeper, what is it, why do we say, what does it mean, Metzias? What is the word Metzias, Balashan HaKadosh, mean? It's just the Amitas Emtso'u Yizbarach, right? It's Loshan Hamtsi'u, right? Loshan of the Rabbeinu Shalalem who created that thing, who put that thing into play, who made that thing actually manifest. That's, that's, that's what happened. Kumashukas of HaRambam, Bereish Yisraeli HaTayra, Shekol HaNimtso'u Mo'nimtsu Elam Amitas Hamtso'u Yizbarach. This is what the Rambam says. It says that anything that we have over here, anything that's manifest, is not nimtso. It comes from the truth of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's creation. The only Metzius that really is, is the Metzius of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Because HaKadosh Baruch Hu, is the mam, is is the mamsi, so he's mamsi and he's mechadish this metzius pizu in the bria that it seems like there's a metzius completely and totally outside of a kaddish baruch hu memela tivius hadavar shrak metziusa yisbaruch hu metzius. So therefore, we know that the tivius of anything 
that exists is only the Mitzias of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Kechidosh Oid Mitzias, and when HaKadosh Baruch Hu creates more, another Mitzias that looks like it's outside of the Mitzias of Hashem, it's not really outside of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Elohu Chidosh Shal Dover Chodesh, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Mechadosh, a new thing. Shemugda Gam Kemitzias, it looks like a Mitzias in its own right. This thing, however, though, seems like it's going against Hashem. It looks like it's fighting HaKadosh Baruch Hu, That it's a Metzius outside of the Metzius of Hashem. So, Lamaisa, when you're sitting there and smoking your vape pen, right? And I'm sitting here and I'm pointing to this line over here in the Nefshachayim, and you're playing with that bottle, and your elbow's on this table. This table, that, that pen, this safer, that bottle, Right? It all looks like it's something that does, is not Hashem. Right? It looks like something that is outside of the Mitzvah Hashem. There's Hashem. Right? If you ask any little kid, right? So the, if you ask any little kid, where's Hashem? They'll give you two answers. Either they'll say Hashem is everywhere, right? Hashem is there, Hashem is there, Hashem is truly everywhere. Like they'll sing that little song for you, right? Or they'll tell you that HaKadosh Baruch is in Shemaim. Hashem is in the heavens, right? What does that mean, Hashem is in the heavens, right? Because we don't see HaKadosh Baruch Hu's physical manifestation down in this world. So it's something when we get down up to the upper and we move further and further and further up, 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 right? Then we could be Masik HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But in this world, it's very, very hard to be master of the Baruch And for that reason, also, the Keva, right, of the Bria that we see, that we look at, also looks like it's going against Hashem, right? Because it looks like that there's no such thing as Amunah B'Tachan. Amunah and B'Tachan, it looks like, does not really govern our world, right? It looks like, Hilu, like... Just because I'm a Maimon or I'm Beiteach by HaKadosh Baruch Hu in a certain thing doesn't mean that I'm going to get what I want. It doesn't mean that I'm going to get a good effect. What really gives a person a good effect in this world, from the way it looks, is the more work you put into something, the more Paris you'll reap from it, right? The harder you try, the more you're going to receive. The less you try, the less you're going to receive, right? But it happens to be, Lamaya, so that the Chavis Lavavis, Mamash says the opposite. The Chavis Lavavis says that the more that you put your trust in the Bria, and therefore, you're marbe behishtadlis. The more you're gonna have to be marbe behishtadlis, and the more you're gonna fail. The Shlach Kaddish writes the same thing: that all failures that a Kaddish Baruch Hu set up into the world, these failures, no zish, come on, you're invited. Zish, zish, you're invited, you're invited. You're totally invited. You don't have, you're not, you're not forced. You're not, listen, you're not forced. You're not forced. You're not forced. Just invite. Don't, don't, don't take it like you. I'm putting pressure on you, Khalil. Yeah. Zish, baby. Best friend, my best friend. <laughs> yeah. Are you my best friend, too? Sure. What about you? Everybody's best friend. Oh. Well. It's only when I love myself. So when I love myself, I'm best friend. I don't love myself, then. Do you want to know what this is? The, the, ba- the, the, ba- the Balakeda says that. Who's the Balakeda? No, 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 not the Balakeda. The Balakeda. I don't know if the Baltanya says well, that. I'm sure the Baltanya sure knows it. I'm sure he knows it. I'm sure he agrees with it, but I don't know if he says it. Um, <laughs> he says that's the, he says that's the chat He says that really it's when you're looking at the river and you look at yourself. You love the reflection, then you can love another another individual. If you don't love that reflection, you can't love anybody else. If you did a study that every time you go by the mirror and you give it a high five, uh-huh. you see you still like yourself more. Yeah? If you buy a my mirror, you're going to see a lot of fingerprints. Uh, uh, yeah? yeah? I'll say, hey, high five. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Don't stay there. Don't stay there. Stay there. Okay. So Kitsuri says like this. So therefore, so Zeru Dover negdi the Matias Hamiti Shafasulasa. So it looks like it's something that's going connected the Matias. Only a Kaddish Baruch Hu that's Kol Yachol, he could create something that looks like it completely exists outside of him, but really only exists with inside of him. So if you think about it, Shtablis could be almost like a drug to keep having to up it. Up yeah, that's exactly, that's exactly what it is. So because the Chavis of says that the more you believe in Teva, yeah. the more Teva has sleep on you. Yeah. So he says, okay, so you want to go with Teva? So go for Teva. So go work. So but go that's the tricky figure. part of it, because like the drug, you don't have to necessarily pick up, but Shtablis you have to do. Stas, you have to do. So yeah. it, it, it's just like about not doing too much, but yeah. like you can't not do any either. You can't abstain from shtadlus either. Yeah. Yeah. So but, the, but you know there, 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 yeah, are, certain, there are certain drugs, like but there are certain drugs. Oh, right. there you go. Food, you and there are certain food. drugs also that a person yeah. needs in order to, yeah. to, to live a normal life, right? Yeah. And a person has to you know keep within the parameters of those drugs. Let's say also when it comes to opiates, actually somebody sent me a video about this, right? That people that are prescribed oxycotton. So there are certain people that are taking twenty milligrams in the morning and 20 milligrams at night and 20 years later they were perfectly fine you know they were on the oxycontin and they were taking it as needed etc and they were able to do it in a responsible way and then there were other people that became complete drug addicts from it and started upping the dose and upping the dose in order to get high and they had a big problem right so a person has to be responsible so that's I think something that a person has to understand Stavlis is tricky but you can't I, I fall it's, into it's the game I think totally in, in the person you know like the yeah. people the people who you know like the, the, the people you know like who actually needed it as no my point is that um, the people who took it and said oh my gosh this fills a gap that right. I really need it you know yeah. and then there are some people who don't need it they have a, a, a very good life but a Shtablis is something something that you do need and it's kind of like what you're saying also food for example right that's something that you definitely need you're not going to have a good life without food not for too long right because eventually you run out of food and eventually a person will perish so there's a healthy Shtablis and there's a and and so so the question is what is the healthy and unhealthy Shtablis that's a big question oh what's going on so he says like this the, uh, the Beis HaLevi says that the healthy level of Ishtadlis is when a person is Mishtadl to the point where he's able to be Beitach and HaKadosh Baruch Hu B'Menuch Sanafesh. Really Be'etzim, everything is Beitach and Emunah. Ishtadlis is only to get a person to the point where they have the ability then to go and be Beitach and HaKadosh Baruch Hu B'Menuch Sanafesh. When a person doesn't have that ability, when a person doesn't have that, that Kayach to be Beitach and HaKadosh Baruch Hu, with the doctor's design, so then a person who might has to do a certain ishtablus. There's nothing to talk about. A person is 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 gonna have to do that ishtablus, and if a person doesn't do that ishtablus, you know, very often he can find himself in a bad place. Um, and Rabdasler speaks that out. Rabdasler actually says that it's very dangerous for a person to think. You know, that they're like living, you know, Mamish and Eilam Haba, and they're flying high, and I don't have to do any Ishtadlis, and ancient Mitzis, ancient Teva, Klaal, Because even though we know that that's true, even though we know that it's a Kaddish Baruch Hu, Tevel, but Lamaisa, a person cannot convince themselves and dilute themselves into thinking that they're on Madrigas that are way higher than them. And that's why a person really needs a Rebbe, right? A person needs a Rebbe that knows that person, that could guide that person, that could explain to that person that, you know, okay, maybe over here is something good for you, and maybe over here is something not good for you. And I know there's a Maisa with Mendel Slamwitz. Mendel, many Talmudim, he'll tell them, yeah, you should. You should. You should. don't have to do everything 100% of Shemayim necessarily. He says it's, it's okay for you. 
you know, to, to, to mix a little bit of your own self into it, you know, depending on the stage in a person's life, right? And, and, and Taka, you could take money to do a certain type of chesed, and it's Kadai for you to take money to do a certain type of chesed, and if you don't take money, you're going to burn out of that chesed, etc. And then I know to other Talmudim, Ramad Islam once will tell people, you know, he says you should do it 100% with Shem I could that there's a certain person that got together a whole oilam to, to uh, a whole, a whole, um, what's those things called? Development together. We got a whole development together, a good friend of mine, and he got everybody to come to the development, whatever it is, and the, what is it, what's it called, the, the realtor, the, the guy, that, the builder, whatever it is, yeah? He's going to give him a free house, and he told him that he shouldn't take the free house because he should be do it in the Shem Shemayim. That's a big Kiddush, right? He should do something. So the Tarot is because he knew that person, he knew what Madriga that person was holding on, and Baruch Hashem, today that person happens to be a very successful Madrigashir, that person has plenty of money, Baruch Hashem, to support his wife and kids, right? So at the time, it looked like Remendel was telling him to do something totally crazy. And the Misa, very shortly after that, he got a wonderful Mamish, like I think it was like about six, seven months after that, he got an amazing stellar. And Baruch Hashem, today, he's in Marvitz Tire Cholesterol, and he's a, he's a very successful person. So Akupano, a person has to know, you know, what Madriga are you on? And a person has to have a Rebbe for that, to know what Madriga they're on. Because when a person, let's say, he wants to be Betayach and Hashem, and he thinks that he could have the Tachem and HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but he's really deluding himself because he's not holding there, he hasn't worked on it, and he hasn't pushed himself to the, to the point where he really has that the Tachem, then what can happen is, is he's not going to get the result that he wants because he didn't have the Tachem, and then the person will be Nishbar Nishbar or he'll have a depression, he'll sink into, into Atzvah, right? So it's a, it's, it, it can be a dangerous game if the game's not played right. The game has to be played right. There is a shita from the altar of Nevardik, however, which seems to be a little bit different than this, which says that a person Lamaisa has to make a gather, right? And any mitzvah that a person does, any avera person avoids, a person has to make a gather in that mitzvah and avera. So the altar says that you have a little bit of room to make a certain gather, right? That you're not going to do a certain hashtadlis. It has to be within reason. Again, the person should have a rebbe to know exactly what's called within reason because these things have to be clearly defined. These things aren't just like abstract concepts that, you know, you know, you could, you know, bang out by a fabrengen and, and get high off of and then completely forget about after. But these are concepts that a person has to really inculcate. And if a person wants to inculcate that concept into their bones, then they have to really do it responsibly. Because if you don't do it responsibly, you're going to have a negative effect. It's not going to be, it's not going to be positive. It's going to just, it's just going to deteriorate the person. Oh, you came for Nefesh Chaim. Huh? One, one night for Tanya, the next for Nefesh Chaim. No? <laughs> you know, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't have to be what you came for. No pressure, sorry. <laughs> no pressure, but kind of pressure. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's for sure. We came with the Pentateuch. I don't want to take you away from that. Khalilo. I don't want to take you from the Pentateuch. No, 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 no. no. Seriously, I don't, I'm serious. I tell you about pets. Zay Haley. We want you, but we don't want to. Hey, you know, in terms of stuff at night. Yeah. On Shabbat. The Rav, the He only learns. He totally said he only learns Nista on Shabbos. There's certain times that a person. I think the Anshu Shalim they only learn Nista on Shabbos. So there's Alpi Shalim and Minig. I think they only learn Nista on Shabbos. Anyway. I'm learning it. This is the biggest Nista I. I know, you know, after this, you know, it gets a little complicated. You so say they don't learn Nigla on Shabbos, or they only they, they only learn, learn they only learn Nister on Shabbos, only Nister, oh. no Nigla, only Nister. Some people like that, you know. I got a saw that was a Taz. I don't know, you ever heard of this Taz? 
There's a Taz that says that a Tamil Chacham who learns Tariq B'Iyan on Shabbos is like Mechal Shabbos. It's like a Bechina of Mechal. I don't know if it's Mamish Chol Shabbos. He says Mechal Lel, Moishimos. He's Banish the Bechayim, maybe Soy Soy. Yeah, exactly. Without this. What's the Tamil Chacham Shabbos who learns Mechal Shabbos? He said, I know, he says, he says, I think he says, uh, Bikiyas, not to learn the Ian, more Bikiyas. Oh, well, uh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, so Akhsa Shu Chidish, and Yafsik Larega Hachidish, Yaksa Lefes, so if a person, since it's a Chidish, so therefore, if a Kaddish Baruch Hu pulls it away and retracts himself, everything goes to nothingness. The Harei Zet Tivoy, that is the Teva. The Teva is Hamtziyoy. It is only a Kaddish Baruch Hu. There's nothing outside of the Rabbeinu Shleilam's existence whatsoever. So therefore, if a Kaddish Baruch Hu releases himself from it, that thing completely ceases to exist because there's nothing that is creating it. And in order for it to exist, there has to be a recreation every second. So he says that he gets back to Nes. Nes she'enu mishana es ha-teva be'etzem. So Nase is not Mishana, this Hanchogas Hateva, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Magbiyah in the Bria. Elohu ra koyach negdi ha-maimid as There's a koyach negdi, there's a koyach that goes kegin them. That's maimid the Nase. V'zem ha-shakosav kan, hem-tziyam hu yizbarach, yesh ma'ayim b'koyach ha-bilti ha-tachos. That's what he's saying. Over here, when HaKadosh Baruch Hu is hem-tziyam hu yizbarach, yesh ma'ayim b'koyach ha-bilti ha-tachos. And even though it looks like the Teva and Metzias are two things that are so to each other, there ain't Metzias Zulase. There is no Metzias outside of the Metzias of Hashem. We call Mokam Hamtsos Metzias Ha'Olam, who bekoichei habilti baltachos the ain't shum davar nimnem imani yisbar. There's nothing that is held back from a kodesh baruch hu. There's nothing outside of a kodesh baruch hu. There's nothing that exists without a kodesh baruch hu. And so, therefore, a person has to really, really, you know, really, really ingrain that in their system. Now, I don't want to get so involved in the deep machlekesim when it comes to tzimtzum. You know what I mean? You know, this obviously. When we get up to Shargim. When we get up to Shargim, we'll discuss a little tzimtzum. You know, he's already brushing on the whole concept of tzimtzum. Is there a machlekes about Tanya Nefshachayim? Is there not a machlekes Nefshachayim about Tanya? Happens to be Yaakov Halel. I think he has a safer, but I know his shita is that there is no machlekes for Nefshachayim and about Tanya when it comes to Simtum. He holds its mamish al in shita. Reb Dessler also talks about the Nitzitz. What's that? It's, uh, it's too, too, too. We'll get there when we get there. Yeah, we'll get there. Um, it's like I, yeah, I remember when I was in, in first year of Bismarck, I was learning Yavamas for the first time, and I went over to my Rebbe and I asked him, what's Zika? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, you know, like, you could explain, you could I don't do think like, it's going together. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I'm just like, it's one of those it's questions. It's going together. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. Construction. You could do like the Ramchal, Sefer Chom, where he just purely explains the conception that, like, Tzimtzum's Hashem didn't use, didn't create the world to his full ability, you know? Yeah, but no, the Ramchal, you know what they you say know. though, they say the Ramchal is Drush of a side. Because the Ramchal takes out kind of like an esoteric concept and everything's Moshul Venimshul. Yeah, yeah, but, but there you are learning about the, Tanya. They say Rizal Zalman was called in a Bakr, a 12 year old, uh, a new Bakr, and he's a young boy. Yeah. He sat him down, Mulli Vamas. He sat him down and said, Rizal Zalman asked him, what, what, What's it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you hold, Zika? Yeah, before the story. <laughs>
know? Yeah. <laughs> like, what's the pastas? You forgot what the pastas was. Yeah. Shimon Shkop, that's the famous master, the Shimon Shkop, that he was sitting in Harving for three days straight and he didn't eat or sleep or drink and his mom is falling apart and he's sweating and somebody tapped him on the shoulder and he just screamed, FASA ZIKA! So nobody really, so no, so, so yeah, nobody really knows what Zika is for sure. Cut the Zika virus. And, yeah, and nobody really knows what symptom is for sure, that's for sure. Um, and nobody really knows if there is a Machlekes to Baltanya or not. I know Shalom Kamenetsky is very stark about the fact that there is a Machlekes in the Baltanya and the Nevshechayim when it comes to symptom. I know that Reb Dessler says that there isn't a Machlekes, but Reb Dessler only addresses the Nitzot, so the Kus aspect, he doesn't address everything, so I'm not, you know. But Akhoponavayfin, not to brush up, brush here against symptom, does get a little bit involved in that, but it's important for a person to know this, that anything that they see, anything that they feel, anything that they taste and touch, this is not a Kayach Negdi, this is not a Kayach connected to the Rebbein this is not a Metzius that exists within its own right, and logically it cannot be like that. The Flavus of Alvis literally says, logically it's impossible for anything to actually exist because if you think about it, what is making that thing function? What's making that thing exist? So you'll explain it to me scientifically, right? So you'll tell me that there's a certain chemical process. You'll say that there's atoms, there's protons and neutrons, and they're spinning around. And they're all spinning around. That's actually the piece that does. Uh huh. Right. The fact that's moving. Yeah. So so what's what's co- exactly what's that what right what's yeah what's the cause? Why is it what what's who's causing it to move? Who's causing these things to function? Yeah. You know there's certain like brain chemicals for example, yeah? Dopamine for one person can make them very calm and very relaxed, for another person can make them completely paranoid and hallucinate. Norepinephrine is the same thing. Norepinephrine is a chemical that can make some people relax and some people hallucinate and if we give it to somebody who has bipolar, they'll have an episode right on the right off the cuff, yeah? Uh, serotonin is the same thing. Serotonin is a, a chemical that can make a person happy and can make a person more depressed than anything they've ever experienced in their entire life, right? So it's who's, who's really behind it? Who is really playing? Who's pulling the strings? It's all a Kaddish Baruch Hu. At a certain point, you have to agree and you have to come to the conceptual or philosophical absolute realization that it is impossible to exist without there being a Rebbein Shalom in the world. And Aaron Shechter told me that he spoke to uh, uh, a certain scientist that came out of Chaim Berlin who wrote books and books and books on the Big Bang. And so he asked him, he says, so no, so what was before the Big Bang? So who made the Big Bang? Where did the Big Bang come from? So he answered him, I refuse to answer that question or and I refuse to think about that question. <laughs> That's right? what yeah, I refuse to think about that question. And he says, so Ryan Shekhar says, well, so why did he have to say it with such anger? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very common theme. That's, no, that's not a surprising take. That's the regular take. Right. That, it's a stupid question. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like, Kilo, it's a stupid question. And the question is, he's saying is, though, why did he have to say it with such rage and such passion? Just say, I don't know. I don't have to think about it. You know? Why? Because the question does bother him. And he has to fight the question out. And he's going against this question. You know what? That's kind of like, I compare it kind of like problems, right? Somebody, let's say, has an issue. He has to see a therapist, right? Now, I'm not talking about issues that, you know, people don't need to see a therapist for. If a person has an issue with CAS, you should see a Balmoser, right? If a person has an issue with Taifa, you should see a Sefer Amoser and a Balmoser, right? Because those are issues that everybody has and we don't need to replace Rebbeim with therapists. That's not what we're looking to do over here. However, just like a person who has a sickness, has, a, his cardio, has something wrong cardiovascularly, he has to go to a cardiologist. Somebody who has something 
wrong, right? If his brain, if a person has a brain tumor, right? He has to go to a brain surgeon, get the brain tumor taken out. He has to go to an oncologist, and he has to get, you know, uh, treatment, etc. You know, so so too there are definitely chayli hanefesh that a person has to go to a psychologist or a therapist, and uh, that's 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 the doctor, that's the rifer that a person has to go to. A person doesn't want to go. A person is basically just running away from the problem. So they'll say, you know what, I'm going to learn Hasidus, I'm going to learn Musr, I'm going to learn more Gemara, right? And for some people that might work if a person's really on a high madrega, that they could really plug into Betachan or really plug into it. And for some people that could be therapeutic. But generally speaking, for most real issues, what looks like is holy and tremendous is really just a, an escape. It's just escapism. It's the same thing as a guy getting on, you know, you know, taking a trip out to the Bahamas and just chilling over there and saying, that's my therapy. That's not therapy. Therapy is when a person really admits that they have an issue and they deal with the issue head on and they work out the issue, right? So the more a person runs from the problem, the more the problem runs after the person and the more that problem is going to avalanche eventually and manifest so much worse and so much more painful and so much more hurtful in the future if the person doesn't deal with the problem now. If you nip the problem in the bud, you don't have a monster to deal with. If you ignore the fact that the problem's there, then later on in the future you're going to have this massive monster to deal with, which you're not going to be able to deny. I kind of that's what Gehenna is, right? People say, Victor Miller says, this is a very new age thing, people love to deny that there's such a thing as Gehenna. I even heard one person saying that the old Gehenna closed down, Ganeidin's new, the new Ganeidin is, is, is the new Gehenna, and then there's a new Ganeidin that's even better than the old Ganeidin, and there's, there's, no, there's, there's, there's no more place. Or, yeah, or, 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 or Kilu, you know, don't worry, you're gepatered, all your Gehenna is gepatered in this world, and, it's, and it doesn't, not compl- Now, I want to tell you something, it's a lot easier in this world to accept the reality of Gehenna than have to suffer in Gehenna. That's the reality. That's the truth. That's the hard, I don't know if that guy hard truth. Guarantee is gonna work, man. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> you be able to call and collect, like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like you want to, you want to, you want to prove that to me? Yeah. So the point is, is that, is that, until that's proven, which um, you know, the tire pretty much doesn't say that. So until, until, until uh, you know, it's proven that you know, until we have a tire mukhlafes, and that's not connected one of the yogi malikram, right? Until we do accept the fact that the tire is not a different tire than the tire was given. Us by Sinai, and there's a place called Ganeidin, there's a place called Gehenim, etc., etc., right? So it's better to deal with the issue of Gehenim in this world than to deal with so the issue of Gehenim in the next world. But what were you saying? You were saying something that this is Gehenim. So this person who's running away from this question, he's living in Gehenim in this world also because he's running and running from this question that's gnawing at him. What, where did this Yeshma'ayin come from? Right? Who, who, who created that? Everything has to have a source. Every scientist will tell you something has to stem from something else. It can't just, just be there and, and, and just exist just because. There has to be a makam that it's yainik from. There has to be a place that it's drawing Every, forth its energy from. Everything the beginning has to have. Yeah, a, anything a, that exists. Philosophically accurate. Yeah, anything that exists. It can, and it does. However, some scientists don't want it to. And this scientist doesn't want to, and so therefore he's running away from that, the problem of Hashem. The problem is, when he gets to the next world, he's going to have to deal with that problem. The problem is going to be a lot bigger problem when he gets to the next world than in this world. So it's better to just you know, ex- accept the reality. Reality doesn't change just because you want it to. That's, that's a huge thing. And my, my father always says, you know, the only thing that, that, that disappears because you ignore it are your teeth. That's about it. <laughs> your teeth will, like, will disappear. And that's a problem. That's not a, that's not a positive thing. 
Anyways, okay, but getting back to what we were discussing. So he says, when HaKadosh Baruch originally created all the worlds, HaKadosh Baruch created them from nothing, so too, from then on, every single second and every single day, it's Kiyam and its existence is totally in a Kaddish Baruch who consistently pumping it with more energy and more energy and more energy. You can call it our Ein right? That's, that's in essence what it is. And a Kaddish Baruch is, is pumping existence into the world as we speak. Now, that's, that's a whole, that's a fully loaded question. Was the back? Yeah. Was the point? That's 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 you can't talk. 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 That's World. Yeah, world. yeah, yeah, and and Arizal explains those worlds is talking about all the worlds that broke and all the Anfi Adam Kadma and Shirikelim, etc. Yeah, until we get down to this world. All right, Anfi Adam Kadma is trippy. All right, it's but, really trippy. Yeah, yeah. Ah. All right, I know all these words are Yeah. Trip, yeah. So he says that a Kaddish Baruch who is pumping in Kayach v'shifas or Chadosh, it's always a new Ha'ara from Hashem. V'ilu ha'yahu yizbarach m'salak mehem Kayach hashpah sa'afrega achas. And if this new Kayach hashpah is going to be nostalgic, karega ha'yukulam la'efes v'sayu, everything will completely and totally cease to exist. Now, that means like this, a Kaddish Baruch Hu is constantly pumping R, and with that R that he's constantly pumping, he's recreating everything. So if you think about it logically, right, a person is is Shalom destitute, a person's poor, he doesn't have money, right? So he says to himself, how on earth am I going to be able to get out of this situation? How am I going to be able to get out of my debt? How am I going to be able to get myself a solid, steady job? How am I going to be able to, to support a family, right? And a person starts to shudder and, and tremble when he thinks about that. A lot of times a person also has debt collectors running after him, right? A person starts to shudder, he starts to tremble, he feels this angst, and he feels this paranoia, and he feels like there's no light at the end of the tunnel. A person has to realize Hashem is literally recreating everything every single second. So if HaKadosh Baruch Hu could create a completely new world, why can't HaKadosh Baruch Hu create within that new world you're not Aisha. He totally can. And if a person really truly inculcates this idea deep, deep, deep within his bones, this says the Kedusha Slavi, I know we're learning again, Nafshachayim, but we'll quote a little Kedusha Shurim, says the Kedusha Slavi, that Lamai say he is not Meshub at the Tava whatsoever. And the Emesis, the. That's what he says in the Yeah. You follow what? Right. like bounced up like rubber. Yeah. Actually, the Beis Levi touches up, but that's the side when Chanina ben Daisa, right with the Maaseh of Chanina ben Daisa, it says, "Let the Shemen, let he who makes Shemen light, 
led vinegar life, it's because he was holding on that level of Amunah and Betachan and the Rebbeinu Shalaylam, that it wasn't Kila HaKadosh Baruch Hu did a nace, it wasn't a Maifis, it was that you're not Meshubah to Teva, you don't exist within the parameters of Teva, because you're above it. What? Yeah. Oh, this is another Maisa that Rebbe Salanta I wanted to speak out. There's a famous Maisa that Rebbe Salanta said that there's an Amunah and Betachan and a Vardik, they, they go with this, like one, this is, this is the, everything in the Vardik. The Emma says that every people think Navardic is Shvir Samidas, which it is. That's one of the big principles. But the number one principle is the is the Navardic Rebitachan and the Rabbi Shalom. They mamish mamish stark radically believe in, in the concept of Betachan. And they believe that you can actually change Batsiasan with Betachan, right? And you can actually map out a whole new existence for yourself. And they bring a Maya the Bsal Salanta. Oh, so they say like this. Bsal Salanta told his Talmidim that you can do anything you want as long as you're, you have betachin, you can change the matthias, you can create anything, you can, you're so slanted. says you can mamish, create a new matthias out of, at, at, through betachin. So he said, the Talmudim says, uh, is that really true? Can you prove it to us? So the Salanta said, yeah, as a matter of fact, they can. So he put his head down, I don't know if it was 20 minutes, 5 minutes, 2 seconds, he put his head down and he was batech and he was batech and he was batech. Oh, no, 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 I'm sorry, I skipped a step. So, so the Talmudim says, he says, he says, so give me an example. What, what do you want me to do? You know, what do you want me, what type of moifis are you looking for? So they said, we're looking for a gold watch, right? Not without wissen, yeah. A gold watch in those days is not a gold watch in today's day and age. In today's day and age, everybody gets a Cartier watch, right? Everybody gets, everybody gets, everybody gets a Cartier watch, yeah? For their, for their, what's it called? For their chas and a present, right? Every, come out every chas and you get $20,000 watches today, $30,000, $40,000 watches. A gold watch is not such a chas of today. But back in those days, a gold watch is key like a mansion. And the way you look at a mansion, how Yikar HaMetzias, a massive palace. So that's what a gold watch was in those days, right? Very, very valuable thing. So he put his head down and he said, fine, I'm going to get a gold watch. A few minutes later, somebody walks in, he has a gold watch, and he walks up to Rabbi Salanter, and he tells Rabbi he says, here, I have this gold watch, and I want to give it to you, and the reason why I want to give it to you is, is that because I took a bus to get here, and I have to go to be dra- drafted into the Russian army, and when you go into the Russian army, they take everything you have. I can't take a bus to go back home, because I, I, it's time sensitive, I have to be there when they told me to be there. So Mamela, I have nothing to do with this gold watch. I don't want to just give it to the, to the Russian government. There's no tachas in me doing that. So I know you, Rabbi, you're going to be able to do something great and amazing with this gold watch. You know, whether it's for yourself, whether it's for the yeshiva. And that's it. And, and take the gold watch, right? So the Yisaita Dover is, is that if a person really has true betachan, you can change metziasin. You can recreate things. You're not mishubed to the teva whatsoever. Just like Maisel Chanina Ben Daisa, you can be mishana metziasin. You can be mishana the teva. Through your Amunah and Betachan and Hashem. And therefore, if a person really, really does have true Amunah and Betachan and Akadosh Baruch Hu, you taka don't have to do any Ishtadlis. The money will taka fall for you from Shemayim. Isn't that what? I'm, I'm, I'm speaking out the Nevada Kashita right now. That's, that's the Nevada Kashita. And in the, and, um, in, in the Sefer Madrigas Adam, they bring a Maisa from the Alshech. That the Al Sheikh was one time darshaning that if a person has true Amunah and Betachan, that you mamish don't have to do any Shum Hishtadas Klaal Klaal. So the Talmidim said, Really? He said, Yeah. So the Talmidim mamish worked on it, worked on it, worked on it. It was very hard for them to get there. They weren't, they weren't there yet. 
and there was a Ish Pasha, very simple fellow, right? This, this is maybe a Shtikal Raya to Nachman's Tmimus Upshitas, right? A simple fellow, not, not, not too bright, not, too, not, not such a big Chaiker, not such a big Lamdan, not somebody who was ready to be a Talmud of the Al He came in and he heard the Al when he was darshaning this year. So he looks at the Al he says, Are you serious? He says, this is crazy, what I've been doing my whole life, right? He went with sugar, he goes home, he tells his wife and kids, that's it, we're done. We're not doing no more Yishtadlis. His wife says, what are you talking about? Get up, go do work. Lazy, we're not going to make any money. He says, no, 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 you don't understand. I just went to share. The Alshach told me. He says that there's no way I'm going to be able to be marviach from doing any Yishtadlis. I could just sit here and I could be attacked by Kaddish Baruch So I'm sitting right here by the oven, warming myself up, and I'm going to sit here with the Tehillim. And I'm going to say my Tehillim and that's it. And the family was like, oh, great. They were obviously, they weren't more intelligent than he was. And they just sat down and they took out a Tehillim and they sat there saying Tehillim and that was it. Kids are mice, the Parnassal wasn't coming. All of a sudden, a guy knocks on the door, and the guy says, you know, I need to buy a camel. I see you have a beautiful camel outside, and I would like to purchase the camel from you. So he says, okay, that's great. You know, how much money do you need? And he gives him the money, and the guy purchased the camel. Kids are, the guy goes with the camel, and as he's traveling, he gets to a cave, and within the cave, there's this whole massive satchel of, of gold. And he, 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 he made a fortune. So the guy takes it, he ties it to the camel. As he's walking out, the camel walks out first. And the guy walks out behind the camel. A massive rock falls from the cave, kills the guy. And where does the camel go? The camel only knows where to go. He knows to go back home. So he goes back home and he goes to the original owner. And Lamaisa, the camel, comes back. So not only did he make money off of selling the camel, but he also got that whole satchel of gold and he got his camel back. Right? So when the Talmidim of the Alsha heard this, they said, what's the pshat? I mean, how, how, how is this he talking? How is this shaykh? We've been working so many, so many years to do this. And this Ish Pashat over here, he's able to just do it like that. So he says, because the Ish Pashat, he's clear, he doesn't clear any grace of Hakiris. He says, he's mamish like a plot of land that's completely unplowed. Right? So the second you penetrate that plot of land, he says, you're going to be able to, you're going to be able to make it, you're going to be able to dig it up, right? So he says, so what are you, so he says, but you tell me, you're, you're already plowed. So what are you going to do? So he says, you have to dig deep, 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 deep until the point in your panemius where there's no plowing and start from there. Which basically kind of, I think, if I'm taking it right, means that after kol ha-chokhmas, right? After you've achieved all that chokhmah, all that wisdom, all that havana, you kind of have to move that to the side and you have to cling to your tmimus and pshitas. You have to cling to that ish pasha, that amuna pshuta, that amuna tamum that, that the, that the Rebbein Shalom puts in every single person. What? Yeah. And, and, and I'll tell you like this, a lot of people think, right? Even the people that have to use Mari Nevuchim and they have to use a Rasad Yigoyin, right? And they have to learn Chavis uh, Lavavis, uh, Amuna, what's it called? Shara Yichud. Right? People think like, you know, like th- so for those people, through their questions, they're building a mochus of amunah and betachan and akadosh baruch That's how they're constructing their amunah. The truth is, that's not really the case. The truth is, all you're doing by answering those questions, you're being mashkit the questions. You're quieting the satan down, and you're allowing the inner amunah that you have, that's a Yerushim, and you're allowing that to shine forth. A person has to dig, 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 dig until he gets to that ish poshet, until he gets to that amuna, that amuna tama. And when you access that, 
that you could shine for it, and then you'll 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 be on that target. I don't know how to do that because I haven't gotten there yet. I can't tell you. Yeah, well, you saw the Vistadlis. The Vistadlis is that the Vistadlis has nothing to do with the Yeshua. What? You saw the Vistadlis. It has nothing to do with the Yeshua. Yeah. You have to do a Vistadlis, but it's not, then the Yeshua could come from a total different spot. It usually does. Usually does. Right. Yeah. So it's the same thing. He has to learn in more of the Vistadlis, but then the actual Yeshua is. Yeshua is the Muna that we're talking that comes from him. Right, exactly. Didn't they say about the Baal Shem says that? Master. That's a beautiful part. What? Don't they say about the Baal Shem says that after all he learned all the fancy Kabbalah, it just brought him back to the point where he could pray Katinik Ben Yemen? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He could pray like Katinik Ben Yemen. There's a Chubis Rivash. There's a big Chubis. There's a Chubis Rivash. There's a Chubis Rivash. The Rivash asked Mekubal Echad. He wanted to know. Why is it that you say all these shame Saktashim? You think there's different Rabbinishalims, a shame ab and a shame sag and a shame this and a shame that. He says Imam is diving to different Rabbinishalim. So he says it's not true, we're not diving to different Rabbinishalims. We're diving to the same Rabbinishalim who has different anhogas, right? He can give you chasid, he can give you din, he can give you rachamim. So that's all the shame is all. We're just asking Hakadosh Baruch Hu to be manig in a certain way. So he says, so why don't you just talk directly to Hakadosh Baruch Hu? And Hakadosh Baruch Hu knows what exactly to do. You just diving for what's best. So the Makubal said, that's pack of the best. Meaning to say, that's really where we're trying to get with all of this. We're trying to ingrain within ourselves a, a concept of Amunah and Betachen through understanding that there's a system and there's Midas, etc., etc. But it's really all just to get back to that basic point where you're like a child, where you're someone who just believes, someone who has that Amunah Pshutah, someone who just has that genuine belief in a Baruch Hu. That's really what we're trying to do. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I heard from, I heard, 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 I Made from the Babas, the way they said, God, 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 the way they did it, that's how you're supposed to have a Munanasha. Yeah. Revol- even Revolver, who is a big philosopher, says that what a person gets with a Munapshuta is way above and beyond what a person could achieve with a fine book. And he was a big piece of philosophy. Even the Lutvish's stories turned to Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>